Hey, everybody, GCR here. Take off your pants and pour yourself a drink. Get ready to enjoy some GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome. Go ahead, Mr. Reynolds. Three thirty-seven of the Geek Cast All right, Turd Ferguson. I am your host, GCR, uh, and with yeah. me, as always, Rob Base. I'll get you yet, Trebek. <laughs> and Cartoon Joe, the Painish Mightier. <laughs> you railed it. I take the rapist. <laughs> what is uh, a that's the therapist? What's and the it's one not that your turn. Turd Ferguson says. He says like uh that's not my name. Uh gosh. Eight no. Ten. No, he he's the one that says I'll take a famous Chinaman. <laughs> and that's not even he's not even misreading. He's just making up a category. I'll take a famous <laughs> Chinaman. And then Dr. Beck says, that's not a category and he rings it and says as a Pat Morita. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take famous Chinaman. Such a a Burt Reynolds thing to say. So Reynolds. Speaking of Burt Reynolds, Reynolds, he's uh, dead now, isn't he? Oh yeah. I mean, for years. Is he? Oh yeah, he died for a while. Yeah. 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 uh, He was. He was in the middle of filming uh, that Tarantino movie. No, like a a long time ago in a Hollywood far, far away. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh, he died while filming that. They had to replace him with Bruce Dern. Really? Yeah. Huh. Who knew? What did you call I it did. a long time ago in a Hollywood far, far away? <laughs> yes. Long- That's a great name for literally anything. Band, movie, novel. That's uh, fantastic. Uh, gaming module. Mm-hmm. A long time ago in a Hollywood far, far away. Magnificent. Bit of a mouthful. Yeah, well. Magnificent. I've been typing Bahu Bali so much in my phone lately. And I <laughs> know how to actually stopped. spell it. Has now. it stopped autocorrecting you? No, I've been I've been then having to say like Oh, you don't know what that is. Allow me to explain that Hollywood, which should just be in my phone as Hollywood, got autocorrected to Bollywood. That's really awesome. Yeah. Powerful. I've been saying I've been typing Bollywood so often that it just it says, "Oh, you must mean that." That checks That's out. Choice. <laughs> Before the show, we were actually talking about. Uh, I went to say, uh, or Nick said, audio tryptophan. Uh, mm, before I you did. before you came on for the pre-show banter, Rob, and uh, my phone autocorrected tryptophan to trip tap jam. Oh. So, what do you yeah. somehow use to make that sense. kind of jam? Trip taps? It's yeah. a lot of it's imagine it's basically if you just will, roofies. You're mm. at the mat you're at Madison Square Garden. It's sold out. You're there to watch audio trip tap jam, right? The oh, lights so go it's down. Not like a spread. You can feel the hush over the crowd. 
-hmm. and then a legion of tap dancers come onto the stage. <laughs> like Lord of the Dance. Like Lord of the Dance, but it's like sludge metal. Interesting. Incredible. Yeah. Sludge metal Powerful. Lord of the Dance. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm in. I'm I'm absolutely down with that. For sludge metal tap dancing? Yeah. No, no I wasn't sludge at first, metal, but Lord of the Dance. Well, yes. Oh, sorry. Come into an off off Broadway theater near you. <laughs> off off Broadway. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's, it's an alley behind the Hooters and lots of uh, Rob, here's my pitch for uh what kind of jam that is. It's uh LSD Turmeric, okay. apple, and pineapple jam. <laughs> yeah, I fuck with it. Trip tap. Turmeric, apple, and mm -hmm. pineapple. Yep. And just no some apple cider vinegar. And, and just acid. And just mm -hmm. some, <laughs> just just a, a certain amount of hallucinogenic. It's a real adventurous breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you serve with a, just a little bit of mushroom tea. What's mm -hmm. the cartoon character that you use to try and like sell this breakfast food? It's a pangolin. To? Oh, it's a pa you know what? <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is. I was yeah. just say Clancy from Midnight Gospel. Also, yes. <laughs> is he not a pangolin? Not sure I'd recognize one if it didn't. A pangolin? Like, a pangolin always if it did, if looks it like it just his board. Yeah, it looks exactly like an armadillo, only different. It's an armadillo that just had to give his lord. Mm. Bad news. Yeah, and like, and he's so he, he's constantly. But it's like, wearing I'm, I'm, scale mail, I'm right? Or sorry, like an like an anteater with scale I'm mail. Sorry, my lord. So an armadillo, but not, mm -hmm. but not. A lot armadillos more flexible armor. are like plate armored hedgehogs with leprosy. A yeah. pangolin is like a Kirkland's brand armadillo. Yep. Value add? <laughs> no. No, but I think you can get them in bulk. I don't think they're endangered in any way. Armadillos in bulk. Holy shit. <laughs> How many would that constitute? If a normal a armadillo is one, what is 24. Like 24. Mm. So it's like a layer of a pallet. A skid of armadillos. <laughs> you don't even have to forklift them off. They just, you open the back of the truck, they, they scatter. Out. Armadillo Skid is the new somebody, protagonist of my Western. Somebody actually yells, Scatter! <laughs> the, and the Dillos just go a-rolling. Did you oh, say that's geez. the protagonist in your Western? Yep, Armadillo Skid. <laughs> uh, he's like the comely sheriff with like a, the peripheral, or the perennial five o'clock shadow. Mm -hmm. Peripheral. Yeah. It's about, but it's it's just only out of only from the left, just out of, just out of, out of right eye reach. <laughs> you can never quite see it. <laughs> Turns uh, out there are like less than ten Google results for armadillos by the palate. So, really? Yeah. What? Where's? What's the wiki say on that? We may have to do a little writing. Yeah, check Tor. See. <laughs> That's. Mm. <laughs> Are you using Bing? What search engine are you using? You're right. Yeah. I don't think Ask Jeeves has the latest updates on armadillo shipping. Are all those old, like, like, uh, like Alta Vista? Yeah. Like, are, are those all search engines? Are they all still there? Yeah. Like, but is, not is, widely used. like, 
What's the one that had a dog? It was like that was the mask. It was a dog. Oh God, what was that one? Uh, Clifford. No. no. Although, Although there's a a live anime or live action Clifford the Big Red Dog is coming. Horrible. No, there it is not. Haunting. There is horrible. I hope that it's some Cthulian nightmare. Like you bring your kids to it and you shouldn't have. Yeah. More than the shape shifting dog of the children's books. That's mm-hmm. sometimes very small and sometimes the size of your house. I yeah. gotta be and, honest with and you. And always red. I gotta be honest. Red. I've never. I don't think I've read enough to understand that there was discrepancies in the dog's size. I did. Someone on yeah, Twitter pointed little... it out, and I was thinking about it, and it was like, "Oh my god, that was a thing." Did you only think it was big because you in just in, with you inferred it was supposed to be, even though you looked at it and it was the same size as the person? Yeah, I was just like, what? oh, it's it's just the big red dog. I just read the story. I didn't really pay attention to the pictures. Huh. And I wasn't looking for logical inconsistencies back then because I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time before I was trying to constantly cosplay Daniel O'Brien. <laughs> I miss that kid. What's he doing now besides winning Emmys? I think he's just winning Emmys. He's writing a lot. Winning like, Emmys. I no, think does he, he writes like for, essays. He writes uh, yep. essays. Yeah, I think he writes for uh, for last week tonight still. So, oh, yeah. does he? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed. I, uh, I I think I can pick out his jokes. Oh. Well, they're the really smart, pointed right. ones. Is the guy from Behind the Bastards not a relative of his in any way? Robert Evans. Nope. Robert Evans, mm-hmm. or not a relative. Uh, old coworker from Crack. Oh yeah, old coworker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He is right. Okay. Yep. I think like one out of every two people we like in is That's some. True. God, I miss Red back to Cracked. We haven't talked about Cracked in a long time. After hours, I, I really miss After Hours. I really Me too. Do. That was so. so it was so good. good. Was, I every once in a while, I just go back through it. I also like that I could watch it and I could I could. Uh, envision us there mm-hmm. because if if nick if you're not soren yeah i don't know i, I don't would, know who i don't I'll know who you, you were soren for for certain i dig and, it and joe you were you were dob mm-hmm. and i think rob and i flip-flop between the other two that's fair i think it's fair it's fair fish sex is insertion <laughs> free my favorite line. Was, was that your swam that you were doing there? Yep, that's, that was my swam. Oh boy. That was my swam. <laughs> he seems like a guy that we could get on the show. I bet we, we could. Yeah, what's he up to these days? He does something with G4. Oh, really? that's making a comeback, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Didn't we copyright that? We didn't copyright that, did we? No. No. And it was a thing. No, just, no, just the logo. Hmm. You know, I have a, the one I have with a, all the I have a lot of coffee mugs. I do too. I've got a bamboo stein. I have a shirt. I've got a bookmark. I think I have a, a cast pewter ring. <laughs> if only we understood copyright law better in 2007. Yeah. Or if we had anything else to do. Well, we, we do have the P star on retainer, so. Speaking critical role, uh, got to play him in a game of Unmatched. 
Nice. Oh, I, thought yeah. you meant, I thought you meant as him. <laughs> I played as him. Yeah, no, I found a, uh, uh, I found a very comely fedora. And, uh, and Ed Hardy t-shirt. I would love to see, I, like, if each of us were given the parameters of how to make a deck for Unmatched, each of us be tasked with making our own version of the P-Star deck. Just to oh, see boy. how it would turn out. Oh, boy. I don't know how See, the game is played, so I can't really chip in. With that, no, that makes right it now. that makes it all the better. All of us independently come up with our deck of cards and then drop them for each other, and oh, just fuck. laugh for hours. I, I feel like that's uh, dark, how, how many challenge accepted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because it's. It's so. How many different names for spice grinder cards am I allowed to have? <laughs> Each one. You can add as you want. This deck is going to get bulky. Was it Dogpile? Was that the name of the search engine? Dogpile. Yeah. I don't. Sure. Or was I it think Lyco? It was. I. You know what? I. I used. I used that one a lot. I'm gonna need a Bobby Labonte leather bomber jacket card. Oh boy! Oh yeah, you're also gonna need. Um, I'm gonna need. A, I'm gonna need a dog owner's manual card. <laughs> this is gonna get complicated. Well, you might want. You might. You need like you a vaginal dog cleave for once. insemination. Vaginal dog cleave sleeve. Yep. <laughs> vaginal dog sleeve. Hold on. Boy, oh boy! Talk amongst yourself as I uh-huh. as I put what is going to be this week's episode title down. Hold and on. and have fun with that, with your autocorrect. No, it. No, I must type that phrase enough that autocorrect said, "Oh yeah, you meant to say vaginal dog sleeve." It <laughs> took it straight. It did. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, can't. I can't say tryptophan though because it'll be like, no, clearly you meant trip tap jam, <laughs> or whatever I typed in the other day that autocorrected to Madam's Prison. I, mm. I don't you know actually, what that was. You were actually just talking about the Madam's Prism. I don't know if I've ever heard of most of these fake fucking search engines that you've presented us here, Joe. All I've of these seen... are a lie except for Google and the Butler. Nope. Maybe Hot Yahoo. Bot, Hotbot and Excite I have used and I've mm. seen before. Not I've used Ask Jeeves. I've I seen Ask Jeeves. Oh, I'm sorry. You just say the butler. Sorry. Yahoo, of course. Google, of course. Mm, no, I've Yahoo used just it, puts out bad news articles. And like uh, has, it has it has email for your dad specifically. God, I forgot about MSN search. Lycos, I've Hot used bot. for sure. I've used AOL search because at one time that was the only option. What Netscape crawler? search. Oh, God. Netscape search. Wow. Wow, we... Boy, the Wild West that was the burgeoning like, internet. Brand new internet. Mm-hmm. It really was. I miss it. Do, Do you? you? You know what? Ask G has never caused a genocide. Burgeoning internet. <laughs> I miss it so bad. It was incredible. Hmm. What was? The burgeoning internet? The burgeoning internet. See, okay, because I think, I we, need, have I think we need to define our terms. Because whenever I think of burgeoning internet, I think of like listening up, like listening to dial-up tones and not being able to use the phone at the same time as being right. on the internet. Yeah, 
and oh, that I is I, and that is shitty internet. Nobody wants to go back to that. Oh, I think that is, people it, haven't that even is upgraded three and a half that. hours to download a song. They're gonna fucking skip right over to Wi-Fi and just join us in the 21st century at some. Point. There's an entire generation of people that think that a, the like band acoustic type song that nobody knew exactly what it was was always OAR. Everybody. Fucking when in reality it was there was like there there's hundreds of bands that don't exist anymore because people just assume they're OAR. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. OAR ate the local groups. And so how many how fucking do you remember and the just like every uh, every racist cover? song was David Allen Coe. Every single oh. one. Every one of them. Yeah. If you, if you said like the N word, it was David Allen Coe. I can't. Most wait. of the Tupac catalog was David Allen Coe on fucking. Bear I, I can't wait till we're. <laughs> I can't wait till we're playing Unmatched, and I drop my, um, I drop my like downloaded fisting porn card down. <laughs> oh my god! On the, on the Unmatched board. <laughs> oh my <laughs> sweet lord. I can't wait. How did she get an orange in her vagina? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God, that was some lime Perrier <laughs> in my nasal cavity. Oh, uh, that burns. My bad. <laughs> Maybe that's how, how did, she got the orange in her vagina. How did she get an orange in her vagina? He asked himself. <laughs> it's it's been was, asked. She was just holding it near there and laughed real hard. <laughs> Mm. What? I don't know. <laughs> so doesn't make any sense. Were you fucking dealing with Joseph? <laughs> Check please. Goodness. Check please. <laughs> Sometimes I just make jokes. Check please. Rob surrenders. Eighteen minutes in. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Check please. That's great. That's just great. It's amazing. Did you see too that the this happened, I think, today. The governor of Arizona, who mm. previously in the year had a thing where he, he actually he, he was talking about uh, how he missed a call from the president. Mm -hmm. And he, so he changed his ringtone to uh, hail the chief. Oh, I saw that. And... You go to today or very recently where he was certifying the election results for Arizona and his phone on rings. live TV on live TV. His phone rings and it's hail to the chief. Oh, so my God. I missed the that. president was calling him as he was on TV saying that Biden won Arizona and he took it out of his pocket, muted the call and set the phone down on the table. Yep. Immediately. Trump is tweeting about like the <laughs> asshole governor from Arizona. Um, <laughs> And about the uh, what's what's Ted the deucey, new, what's, putting the deuce in deucey. What's his new What's his new favorite TV sh uh, channel? It's not Fox News anymore. It's uh, is it OAN oh, or is it oh, News? Yeah. Yes, it's, it's the Alex Jones. Right, realm. OAN the uh, the parlor of TV. Sorry, parlay. Such an amazing name. Parlay. For that honky site. Parlor. Uh, did you not see even, that they have? Spelled right. Uh, it's being. Uh, like inundated with pornography. 
Shocker. Naturally. Well, because you can pay for advertising on it, supposedly. And so, like, Pornhub is like, yeah, why not? Over it. Well, why everybody not? there is a fucking. I mean, everybody there is a is I guarantee is like it's like when we looked at the other day, like the number one search for thing in the South is like ebony threesomes, right? You know, everybody on there is just jacksaw on their cock for fucking. Oh you know, yeah, well, and especially now that the new that platform no, November is over. Oh, sorry, I gotta jack-sawing. write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Great. <laughs> uh, <sighs> fucking A. That's too long of a show title, though. Uh, damn it. No Nut November I, or No Nut November? I try, long. I try to include a show title, just a little behind the curtain. I try to in- include a couple of show titles from all of us. So we're all represented in, we all have a chance of being the the show title, right? It's awfully socialist of you. Both both of mine are like sixteen words long. <laughs> it's like full sentences. That doesn't work for a good show title. Oh, allegedly. I think it'd be a great show title if it would fit in the uh, the box. What you Jack sawing Jack sawing their cocks to the new platform? Yeah. <laughs> any any really long title is fantastic. I love long titles for things. Really? Yeah. I'm a shorty. Oh, Rob, you found the thing you were talking about. Oh, yeah. That's the, uh, that's the, uh, that's uh, one of the stars. This is today at the Michigan hearing in Lansing. Rudy Giuliani and his star witness must have had their liquor lunch at the Radisson Hotel bar because this woman is shit canned. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's fucking rock. This is a different Johnson. This is S. Johnson. Not B. Johnson. Brought to you by once again another great Twitter handle, Mystery Solvent. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I don't have a fun Twitter handle. You gotta ask yourself when when Rudy Giuliani is trying to reel you in, how far out there are you exactly? As in, like, in, like in general, if I was actually a fi- like, like if I was actually a fish and he was actually trying to reel me in, or. You know, like, yeah, actually. Yeah, or like if you were a Looney Tunes character and he was trying to grab you before you went over the cliff. Oh, I, for him to... I couldn't imagine being in a place where watching any one of his press conferences or hearings in the last two weeks where you'd say like, Jesus, that guy, I tell you, he's got his shit together. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine... It's like watching even, a car wreck stop a train wreck. Even the most ardent... Trump supporter, I think, would have to say, not our best, not our best showing there. You know? Yeah. Like, is this the, is this the best? This is the best we had? I don't know. Yeah. He's getting paid $20,000 a day. Big yikes. I saw that, which is incredible. Yeah. I think I would be just as good a lawyer as he is for that amount of money. We also have the also the, well then we'll get away from politics because I know it's boring for everybody. The next the next scandal now is is uh, uh, pardons for pay is the next thing that the DOJ is. Now I have also seen a bunch of shit. Like, hey, I'll pardon you. And What's it worth to you? 
And and God fuck. And Michael Flynn getting pardoned only to immediately segue that into have a military coup. Right. And, uh right. this is this is the world we live in. People people vote for these people. People people support these people. People believe in these people and think that this is how we need to fix America. And not only that, it's a sizable amount of people. Sizable. It's a sizable amount of people. I just saw my dead great-grandmother on a TV commercial, and it kind of shocked me. Nice. Um, Was you? it an older commercial, or is it a newer no, one, and they a, dug her up? It's the new Subaru Share the Love event, and I swear to God, it's my grandma beer. I was just going like, grandma beer, or was it a different grandma? She's been gone a while, right? A long time. Yep. You bet. And even if she faked her death, she'd be like 112 years old right now. Mm, so I don't think it, Disney movie magic. I don't think Let's it was see. her. Disney There's a good movie. chance it wasn't. If they could do it for Peter Cushing. Yeah, they got <laughs> Billy Lord. To all of our grandparents. Speaking mm. of Peter Cushing, we should mm. take some plug time. Mm. Mm. Hey, Rob, you want to talk about our good buddies over at waywardraven.com asap and alex i'd love to those are the same My person asap and mark <laughs> <laughs> also great people split personalities multiple personalities either way it's our go-to spot for cool gear novelties uh signed horsemen exactly mm -hmm. all manner of horsemen at least four of them uh, original projects, very cool stuff. Um, Longtime friends and supporters of this show. We love their work, and you can find them and their quality products at waywardraven.com. And you can use our special discount code, Rob. What is it? It's Neckbeard. It is Neckbeard. Go there, and you can receive a certain amount of money off your purchase. Check them out today. Right now. Like now. Fucking go. We'll wait. We won't. Yeah, no. Wayward, wayward Raven with a V dot com. Neckbeard. Discount code. Discount code. Neckbeard. Holla. Can we do that more often? Where so, I say plugs and you all go. Mm. Mm. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of. Well. No, I guess we're not. We need a hard segue. Uh, who knew that that David Prowse was had such an axe to grind with George Lucas? I didn't. I learned that, and I thought I knew some Star Warsness. I didn't know he had an axe to grind. I mean, I super know super him. pissed I that that he never knew he was getting his voice chopped out until. Oh yeah, oh, see, I, see I didn't know he oh. was. He, I didn't know he didn't know he was going to get dubbed over. Oh right. yeah. That was he also didn't thing. know uh, he was replaced when the uh, helmet came off, too. Yeah, in, in, mm -hmm. in return, yes, yep. by some random uggo. Yeah. That's I mean, Billy I kind Joel, of feel bad it? for him getting, you know, when he tells people he's Darth Vader and says, you're not, and people tell him, you're not black. And I guess I would take it personally, but still. Is that, is it not? Rip. I'm sorry. Was it, I thought that was Billy Joel at the end of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> is it not Billy Joel? <laughs> well, it might be, but it's not David Prowse. Is it? Will, okay. William Joel. Oh, William <laughs> Joel. William, I'm William Joel. 
Hi, I'm William Joel. <laughs> Please call me Billy. William was my father. <laughs> I don't know what Billy Joel sounds like. Not no, that. It's not exactly that. Just like that. <laughs> no, I don't think he's, that. he's not. He's voice. not an asthmatic <laughs> Jew. Yeah, that, that was a horrible <laughs> New York accent, Jeff. Which is good because it was supposed to be from Chicago. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. I see. I knew that he acted and did all the lines. I thought he just like I thought he knew all along he wasn't going to be the voice of Darth Vader. That's uh that's kind of heartbreaking. It's hilarious. I mean, it's unbelievable. All right, this is a big segue, but we've got time. You know, as as that George Lucas pulled a stupid stunt like that, though. Well, I mean, all right, so we, we bag right. on we bag on George for all of his fuckery, rightly so. Mm-hmm. And we are, of course, Star Wars neophytes, and that's fine. But I had never, until I was watching, whenever I was watching, fucking Sunday morning show or wherever they played that, where they just happened to play like the supercuts version of the original footage of oh, cool Vader storming uh, Leia's cruiser. He sounds so it's very different. Outstanding in his like heavy Welsh brogue. Yeah, it's really. Oh yeah, it's, it's entirely it's different. So fundamentally changes the franchise that you're like, <laughs> okay, George, I'm, subscribe. Yeah, Fine. no, get absolutely. old Jimmy Earl Jones and and Jimmy super Earl. dub him. So he said he watched like the dailies and was like, hey, don't tell David. But we are gonna, we're gonna, we're not gonna use him. Yeah, we're, no, we're let not him no, go. let him keep acting because I don't yeah, want to really run. pay James Earl Jones that much. <laughs> and wasn't it? What did I just hear? James Earl Jones like uh, never really met any of the principal cast until much, much later. I mean, that sounds right. The only stuff that he actually had to do was voice work, and that was after David Prowse finished all of his scene. <laughs> right. After he's been, been chewing scenery for nine months on set. Well, speaking of, I uh, this, this is a great segue, actually, because, uh, so we're all caught and, up in the Mandalorian, Rip, right? David the four Prowse, of us. You did good work and contributed much to uh, pop culture. Oh, definitely. Still. It's funny. I just, I found a clip. Chief by Chief, it's you, playing those things. Putting the passengers in the session. I'll get them alive. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> no. That's, that's from Spaceballs, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Perfect. That, that is Dark Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all caught up on Mandalorian, right? The four of us, we've seen everything. We're, the the big last episode, yeah, uh, that was last week. We've all seen it. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't seen it and you don't want spoilers, we never do this. But I'm going to throw a spoiler warning, and everything from here on out is going to be spoilery for the Mandalorian. So, yes, let's go into the liquor store, listeners. Yeah, she left. <laughs> the show is going to take you. We're going to see a Jedi show up. To tr- train uh, Grogu, which is well, they, the name. they teed that up pretty flagrant. That's what, I, and you, and we know that's where um, Rob and I were having this discussion at work. Uh, the show is kind of formulaic in that every episode is we go to ah. Python. We know he's going there in the next episode. 
or is that's where episode? he's that's where he's heading anyway. How about that? Yeah, Jedi coding planet might not be the next episode, but that's where he's ultimately going. And we're gonna have something. Something's gonna show up. Someone's gonna show up to train Grogu or attempt to train him. Say he can't. Whatever. Right. Right. The question is, who is that going to be? And I have what I think, kind of in the spirit of uh, David Prowse and James Earl Jones, what I think is going to happen. Okay. I think what? it's going to be Luke. Did you get this? this is, is this a screen? No, 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 no. Quote? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Luke Skywalker, played by Sebastian Stan. Played by Sebastian Stan. Exactly. I'd be about it. I'd be partially curious. So I don't know if I want them to necessarily straight up have Luke be his mentor. However, if Luke was going about trying to rebuild the Jedi Academy at this point, ballpark. Sure uh, would make sense. Uh, it would be cool to see either a like a deep cut EU character get thrown back in the mix or um that, or, or have a new, an entirely new Jedi come in, um, both of which, or any of them, being a part of this new Jedi Academy. That way, if you did want to have your Sebastian Stan Luke cameo, you could easily do so. But that way, you also don't have to worry about, now we've got Luke running around doing all of these things with Baby Yoda, and how do we severely make sure that we're how do we severely unfuck all of the timey wimey shit that's going to be going on between now and that interesting the, sequel trilogy that we have the right. only reason i don't think it would be skywalker or us skywalker at all is because they have so far stayed completely away from any of that that they i think they'd be loath to reintroduce it yeah i would agree but but rosario dawson is on the record is saying that she was cast she was fan casted into this role Mm -hmm. people have been clamoring for sebastian stan as a young luke skywalker for a long time oh yeah he already has that disney connection with being the winter soldier Mm -hmm. he already knows john favreau with Mm -hmm. that connection there and in the new falcon and winter soldier show sexy sebastian stan with the five o'clock shadow and the long hair is gone He's a clean-cut Winter Soldier. Oh, dang. I could only imagine that maybe that could be because they needed a clean-cut young Luke Skywalker. See, I'd be about that. That'd be interesting. I think also that would be one of the only ways you could have Luke show up and have it remain a secret. Because I I think people would know Hamill was up to something. Yes. I agree. With that said, I'd rather it not be Luke. I'd rather it be, I want it to be some deep cut. See, like Kyle Katarn or Dash Rendar or something like that. I think it'll be probably Ezra Bridger. See, Ezra Bridger, I think, is another great option for it. Though I'm curious, I'd be really interested with that because you're just kind of left up in the air with what goes on with Ezra and Thrawn anyway. And yeah. clearly Thrawn is still around, given that Ahsoka was hunting, yeah, hunting for information about him. Uh, well, they, they came out and said that the scene we just saw, mm-hmm. or the episode we just saw, 
takes place before the series finale of Rebels. Interesting. So Ezra, which is the series Sorry. finale of Rebels. They mean do you do you mean the epilogue in Rebels? At the end of Rebels, doesn't Ezra get like sent in the hyperspace with Thrawn? Yes. Okay. That hasn't happened yet in the Mandalorian universe. Mm, no, it has. That does uh, not make any sense. It definitely has. Okay, I got to find that article now. Hold on. Maybe I'm misquoting it. This takes place nine years after the Battle of Yavin, after the Battle of Jakku, even. So, like, this is this is like really, really pushing it at the end of. Like well after the, the the original trilogy and Rebels takes like goes into the original trilogy a little bit, but it doesn't go that far along. They've got an epilogue. Jumps at the epilogue yeah. That, yeah. So maybe jump. it's the epilogue. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, it says right here, Ahsoka Tan, Ahsoka's Mandalorian episode may take place before the Star Wars Rebels finale. Mm. Uh, the Mandalorian happened chronologically. Clone Wars creator Dave Filoni says it's possible that Ahsoka's debut on The Mandalorian happened chronologically before her last scene in Rebels. Oh, okay. So the epilogue then. Okay. I gotta go back and watch that now. That's, but yeah, that's... she does disappear for a while and then she shows back up. So we don't really know what she's been up to. Interesting. Hmm. Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss would be a good choice as well. I can't remember if he's dead or not. Is that a deep enough cut? I mean, he would be he'd be a fantastic choice. And I do love a, like a dirty fucking grungy hippie Jedi. I mean, I guess he's not really a hippie. What about the Grand Inquisitor? He's dead. Uh, is he dead? So the Grand Inquisitor is. However, people have been trying for a while to get another Grand Inquisitor shoehorned into the Star Wars canon and try and bring back Starkiller, who was Vader's secret apprentice, and bring him in as one of the Inquisitors, which I think would be particularly interesting, but I don't know how I feel about reintroducing that character into Star Wars. He was fine. I mean, it, he. Uh, it was for the uh, the the Force Unleashed games. There was uh, two of those that came out, and he was the the video games were basically we're making video games to show you all of the crazy dope shit that you can do with the Force, like crumpled Tie Fighters into ten balls and pull Star Destroyers down from the sky. I really hate for them to introduce a character like that into Star Wars canon, just because. I really don't want to see that, and I don't think that you'd be able to portray it in a good enough way to make yeah. it engaging for uh, the casual viewer or the people that would really want to see Starkiller okay. doing crazy shit. I feel like you could do it to where it'd be engaging for the average viewer, but it would not be very engaging for the person who knew the backstory at all. I think I think that's possibly also that. The average viewer would be like, Starkiller? That sounds cool. I'm going to go learn about that. Oh, neat. What a great reference. 
But I think the deep cut guys like you would probably be like, this is horrible. Burn it all. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I, if I, I if like Favreau and Filoni, if, if they pick the wrong one here, is it going to disappoint you? Uh, in are, terms you just, are, like you, are you masters, cool with whatever they pick? In terms of like who they bring in for training Grogu? Whoever this reveal is, if it's not the one that you really want it to be, is it going to No, you? no. I mean, the, I don't have any like person that I particularly want it to be, and I don't think they could really d- disappoint me in this series as it is. Um, I I think if I had my druthers and I wanted to pick somebody that already existed in universe and I was wanting to bring a character back I think that Mace Windu would be my choice bring back Daniel L. Jackson yeah so uh, even in uh, the legends like the the old canon it's always been like fairly dubious as to whether or not Windu actually died after that scene with him and Palpatine and unlimited power and then getting shot off into the fucking sky of Coruscant. Um, Interesting. I think that uh, bringing back an old Samuel L. Jackson one would be great because um, just the guy always needs work. Um, I think that seeing Mace Windu after like 20, 30 years of Dealing with not only him being wrong, but having to deal with him being so wrong about something and, and his hubris being like so, or him, him, his hubris having led to the, uh, the fall of the Jedi Order had destroyed everything that he had loved, uh, and had sent him into hermitude like it did with Obi-Wan and Yoda and all of the other Jedi that ended up surviving Order 66. And seeing how he's dealing with that, seeing how a former master like of the the Jedi Council is coping with the fact that he fucked up in the greatest way possible because the Jedi died, fascism took over the galaxy, 30 years of fucking getting hunted down by Vader and Inquisitors and, and all of this shit. And also trying to now determine whether or not it's worth uh, training baby Grogu uh, and potentially using that as some sort of redemption arc or 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 whatever, some kind of character development. I think that that would be an excellent choice for a character to bring back. I don't think they will, but I think that he would be a good choice. How uh, based on what you know of Mace Windu, how would he have been able to keep himself out of the conflict long enough to survive? Uh, the same way that Obi-Wan and Yoda and other Jedis did, and that's just bury yourself in a hole far enough out of the prying eye. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm asking. Do you really think that Mace Windu would be able to bury himself in a hole for 30 years? Um, so after watching all of your friends and family and your entire order getting genocided and your direct actions causing it, and those said actions also being the downfall of the Republic, which is what you had sworn your entire life to upholding. Uh, yeah, I could see yourself like burying yourself in a hole for a good 30 years and just not coming out. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not convinced. 
Because like my thing with, with Mace Windu is he he seems like the kind of guy who would be out for blood. He'd say, well, everything I cared about is dead. So fuck it. I'm going to fuck shit up. He, he yeah, doesn't but, strike me as the go hide in a hole. Yeah, but, so, I mean, but OK, so and he doesn't have and he doesn't have. And here's the other thing, too. You keep referencing Yoda and you keep referencing Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan uh-huh. had a reason for hiding in a hole, and that's because he was guarding Luke on Tatooine. Sure. Yoda had a reason for hiding in a hole, and that's because the ghost of Qui-Gon Jinn told him he had to go hide in a hole. Okay. He ran off to Felucia. Um, I can, if you want me to dig up, like, other Jedi, um, Cal Kestis was on um, some fucking scrave- scavenging world before he ended up on Bagano. I can name like a, a ton of Jedi that survived Order sixty six, and they all ended up doing the exact same thing in different places, which was burying yourself and don't get found by the Inquisitors because you might be the last surviving Jedi Knight. Period. Gotcha. Like you what are. Be, you are what would very, be the point of surviving just to be the last Jedi Knight? I because what you was don't. The goal? Die? You're gonna try and birth. You're gonna try and birth the order. No, you, the order a, or? There's a million dollars at the end. Right. I mean, maybe some of them had dreams. Some of them did have dreams of trying to rebuild the order. Some of them just didn't want to get straight up murdered like all of their friends and family did. Which I like both of which I think are like completely viable reasons for not trying to go out in a blaze of glory only to get like either killed on the spot or worse taken into custody, tortured to the point where you're not going to be, you're just a shadow of your former self. And then they're going to end up doing some crazy shit to you to basically make you one of these people that's going to go and hunt out other Jedi or uh, survivors or children that are force sensitive. And then you're going to inflict the exact same pain and suffering and mental um, uh, conditioning. I see that that for most, but it's, it's hard for me to imagine Mace Windu doing that. So I think that you might have a misconstrued idea of him with him being some bloodthirsty. No, I don't. I don't see him as bloodthirsty. I just you use the word bloodthirsty. You use I, the, I think I think he would be out for revenge, but it's not because he's bloodthirsty blood. before that. You uh, you set out for blood. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean. Now, I will say this, too. I will say this, too. Guy who just yells for, like, five minutes and then doesn't let anyone get a word in edgewise. Sorry. I've only ever seen Mace Windu in Clone Wars and in the prequels. I don't have any other knowledge of Mace Windu. He was in, uh, gosh, he was in uh pulp fiction. He was in uh, (laughs) Pleasant Terrace. See, and that's what I feel like. Yeah, if you take him from Pulp Fiction and Snakes on a Plane, I just don't see him going and hiding. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm Joe, just... Joe, now isn't it, it's it's pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall, right? Mm-hmm. So he was pride and oh, haughty spirit. And, and then, then he literally fell when he was kicked out of the window. And a literal fall. Right. And so he doesn't have that pride anymore. And, you know, that's... That's pride with his haughty spirit. to go back to ah, Pulp okay, Fiction. Okay. So right, he all lost right. all that fire, which is why he doesn't have it anymore. All right, all right. And that's how Gandalf got the Ring of Fire. <laughs> from I'm, I'm interested in the argument, Rob. I just I, I I don't have the base of knowledge to you flush just it out. Like go I don't I don't think that it's gonna be him, even a little yeah, bit. Yeah. 
So I just, it's hard for me to imagine him not turning toward like a Saw Gerrera arc. I mean, mm. potentially. That was your, that was your best argument yet. I think Joe, I, I mean, you, yeah. you, I think you just sold me on that one. I could see him going underground for a time and then saying no. I think that'd be interesting seeing yeah. him doing some like rebellion insurgency stuff. Um, Are we to assume that all of these Jedi died before uh, Luke's like Jedi school of Wiscrat from Wizardry? <laughs> I mean, I think otherwise, that, where were they? I think that that's certainly what the sequel trilogy wants to imply. I don't think that even if, um, even with Luke rebuilding a Jedi Academy, I can't imagine that the survivors from Order 66 who had survived all the way through that, some of them had probably taken on students of their own. Some of them had gone their own way. Some of them might not want to rebuild the Order and just be standalone Jedi Knights. So I can't imagine that if, even if Luke had a really good PR team, um, that he would be able to wrangle in every Jedi Knight that still existed by that. Point. You know, I guess it's and, like it's it's the great Marvel movie conundrum, right? I mean, why would uh, why would Ant Man ever fight anybody by himself when he could dial some numbers and have the full you know the full force of the Avengers at his back? Right. You know, you can't always have every superhero in every movie, just like you can't have every Jedi in every movie. That's probably the answer, but yeah. Also, those new movies, while entertaining and fun, they—I think they were three swings and misses. But that's just me. Yeah, I think it was three swings and two misses. But just me. They were oh, definitely so some swings. <laughs> it's one for three. Not bad. So that's all the discussion I want to have about the Mandalorian. I just want to know what you guys thought were who's going to be. Yeah. Who's the big reveal? Who's the, the person uh, they haven't told us has actually been cast yet? The Bendu. It's going to be the, the neutral force voiced by Tom Baker. Mm, they're bringing him back from the dead? <laughs> no, he's not the one that died off, is he? No, he just he turned into the storm and flew away. Sorry, I meant Tom Baker. Oh, yeah. No, he's not dead yet. Okay, good. Isn't Tom yeah. Baker a doctor? Mm-hmm. Mm, no, is that yeah, what candlestick maker. He's a what? Candlestick maker. Oh, <laughs> you went nursery rhymes like on that. me. I like Doctor Bad Doctor. Uh, Rob, a discussion I'd love to have maybe at another time, because um, I, I love the concept of, of Mace Windu's story that you laid out. Mm -hmm. I could picture it as a um, a foil to the Darth Maul story. See, that's exactly what I was thinking. Do the opposite of Darth Maul, or the same thing, but slightly different. Yeah, that, 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 that was exactly what was running through my head with it, in all honesty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, me too, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know, Rob, Nick, I know you're such a huge fan of, of Darth Maul and Ray Park. Mm -hmm. I am. sexual abuse allegations. I love my, oh. one of my favorite new internet things is uh, Darth Ray Maul. Park sex allegations? No, Darth Maul gets Qui-Gon, right? Right through the fucking chest or <laughs> belly, wherever it is. And Qui-Gon drops and Obi-Wan runs over and cradles his master's head, right? And Qui-Gon says, quick, Obi-Wan, 
do that force healing thing we all know how to do. <laughs> Classic. The real reason it. Jedi's have Padawans. Give me that. <laughs> do that force healing thing we all know how to do. <laughs> Fucking. Clowns. That's really good. Fucking clowns. Rob, what are you geeking on this week? Uh, I have actually restarted Jedi Knight Fallen Order, um, which is the Star Wars game that came out about a year ago or so. Almost. On which who's the, hey, who's the who's Robert. the Jedi in that in that game? Uh, Cal Kestis. Um, Cal Kestis survive Order sixty six. Cal Kestis did survive Order sixty six. He and also he is, and he is canon. And he is yeah. canon. And I would love to see. Uh, I'd love to see Cal Kestis actually get brought to the big screen. Because uh, the last that you see of him, uh, he has a. Uh, well, okay. Uh, his whole story is questing to find this holocron that's got basically like the name of every future force sensitive child that's going to be born on it. And the Empire is also trying to get a hold of that. And I'd love to see what the fuck comes of that story, because it's kind of a big deal. Uh, sorry, Nick, what were you asking? Oh, what console Just, I had it on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm currently playing it on Xbox One. I was honestly on my notes of things to ask you guys for uh, Christmas this if I... If there's a game. No, I, oh, I, well. I I've settled into the PlayStation, uh, nice. but I was going to ask for us a, a one game recommendation. What kind of game do you <laughs> want? Uh, something first person, but, but preferably like a Star Wars uh, vehicle would be good. So oh, was, definitely Fallen Order. Or definitely Fallen Order. Order. One or two, or either. Uh, there, there's only been one of them thusly. Um, but I would I would recommend it. It's um it's not first person. Um, What's the other one that's not Fallen Order? What's one I'm thinking of? That has are you thinking of Battlefront? Or? Yes, I am. Battlefront is the the first person shooter. Better, worse, uh, uh, good, equal. So so worse, but very very hard to compare. Um, cause Battlefront two is kind of like a response to call of duty and first person shooters. Um, okay. and it plays pretty well for a first person shooter and it's and got fallen some fun orders like episodic kind of fallen order is, um, yeah, it's, you're playing as one character and it's third person camera floating behind you. Um, or you can rotate it around, but third person camera. Um, it's a Which lot of for puzzles. Um, like younger kids. Oh, for kids. How how young kids were you talking? Mm, Ten to twelve. I mean, they should be fine with Fallen Order. It's not like there's anything. Gross I just meant from like uh, for um, fun, like a fun and play standpoint. Um, like scary. Not scary. Is fun to play. Good story. I don't know how interested they would be in it. Um. It plays a lot like, like a mix between Legend of Zelda, like some Legend of Zelda games, mm. and like Dark Souls. And I know that you probably don't have a good reference. I don't for know Dark the Souls. Dark Souls, but Dark Souls is a you can't very wear them in gym class because they'll leave the the marks on the floor. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Dark Souls is. I love um... Jews that drop German currency. <laughs> Yikes. Good lord. Uh, 
uh, a really punchy uh, <laughs> and potentially deadly, depending like potentially like very difficult game, depending on how hard you want to make it. The easy settings and the normal settings are relatively fine, and you can really push the difficulty up there and make it uh, a, a really challenging game. But um, gotcha. if you're wanting, if you're wanting something Star Warsy, Fallen Order is pretty good. Uh, cool. I it's one of the better games that I played for Star Wars, and I would recommend it. Hey, so I know I asked you what you were geeking on this week, mm-hmm. but I got to interject because I was getting ready to say, you ever see the show Gotham? Uh, vaguely. The guy who plays the Joker, I thought, looked like Cal Kestis in that game. For good reason? <laughs> yeah, come to find out. <laughs> I, so I go, I go to Cameron They went Moynihan's, to high school together. No, I go to Cameron <laughs> Moynihan's page on IMDb, and the very first thing is a picture of Cal Kestis. And I said, oh... That's why I think that character, that actor, would play that character well. He because he already character. has. <laughs> like, you fucking turd. Uh, I love that it's a thing too, where if you voice the character, they make the character look like you. I, I, think, I, love that. I think it's great. I think it's fun. There's a part of me that thinks it'd be fun to voice a character that didn't look like me. Unless you're oh, large. Oh yeah, for sure. Unless you're you're large and Welsh, in which case, have you met James Earl Jones? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry, Rob, go ahead. I would would love for them to bring Cal Kestis into The Mandalorian. The problem is that I feel like Cameron Moynihan needs to get like another five or ten years on him and then get a real nice big red bushy beard. And then he'd be a, he'd be the perfect Jedi Master Calcastus. Glad you added the e beard on there. E beard. He just needs a e-beard. really bush, big bush. E-beard. Yeah, your bush e beard. <laughs> Nick, what are you leaking on? Uh, <laughs> he sells pots of his beard oil. Bush. The thirsty girls uh, on the I, I am. And I was I was going to talk about this week, but we went so many other places like uh, Turd Ferguson early. Uh, I'm still on my Letterkenny grind, and I have have some some deep cuts on that for next week. Uh, mm-hmm. But really enjoy it, and my man Joe has been my my only oh, consistent happy. source of uh, of mutual spousal approved programming in 2020. So, oh wow, uh, yeah, you're two for two so far. Frightening and, honor, which is pretty big. Um, and Letterkenny is is truly some of the best writing that I've seen so good. since original Arrested Development. And, it's so good. And I want to talk about that. I want to get into that more next week. Not not just Letterkenny, but uh, I will have the, the first how, season watched by then. How about that? You should. That's fine. I will. Uh, there's just a lot to talk about there. I think I've, I had some, an existential experience with it and, uh, I kind of wish more people I know had watched it because I find so many damn stupid, quotable one-liners that I can only share with Lindsay because incredible. And Joe. It's what I appreciate about you. Uh, yeah. (laughs) And I find myself doing that crap, like around the house now. Um, (laughs) And there was like two weeks where I had an Ontario accent as my internal monologue. 
if I if I ever find myself or Lindsay both would do it if, if either one of us says gets caught saying to be fair. To be, be fair. fair. And we can't stop it until somebody gives a hard cut off. So uh anyhow. Uh lots of letter Kenny. More to come next week. Ryan, how about you? What have you been kicking on? Uh besides the fact that Bahu Bali one and Bahu Bali two, the conclusion, are on Netflix, both in an English. I wouldn't and have known because you haven't shared it across version. all social media. <laughs> oh, well, they got and English too? Yeah, man. Yes. Everybody needs to see this movie. Did you say Billy Eilish is in Bahu Bali? <laughs> yes. What'd you say? It's, right? They have an English version. Oh. And I'm normally not a guy like I would rather have it subbed, not dubbed. Yeah, you're a subs, not dubs guy. But this movie is already so bonkers that you may as well have it spoken in like perfect English. <laughs> when, is it, it well acted English or is it like stilted? Um, no. <laughs> no, not at all. This whole thing is it. It should go down as um, people should watch this show like they watch Rocky Horror Picture or The Room. It's nice. Dresses we should all get. We should all get together. We should get like a real good like smoke on and drink some good bourbons and watch Bahubali because it is virgin. fantastic. Um, but besides that, the other two things, um, we found a new show. First of all, HBO Max is killing it with their content. They just added uh, Stargirl, which is a good, like, a uh, DC TV show. Um, they've added Reno 911, which is awesome. Um, uh, uh, Rick and Morty is now on there. Nice. But uh, there's a show called Murder on Middle Beach. It's a documentary about a real-life murder, and it's, it's made. A mother was killed, and her son, who is in a film school graduate, is making a documentary about her unsolved murder. Happens on the and, edge of a parking lot. And it is uh, captivating. So you should watch that. But then, Nick, I've been trying to tell you, you've been talking about spousal-approved programming. Mm-hmm. You've got to watch The Undoing. On HBO Max. Really? Um, uh, Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant, Donald Sutherland. Um, I believe it's six episodes. Uh, it's some of the best acting I've seen in a long time. There's a scene with Donald Sutherland where he just, he owns, he owns all of cinema for that one minute and 45 seconds. And it is fucking tremendous. And... Uh, it'll have it'll have you question you think you'll have the plot figured out and then you don't and then you think you do again and then you don't again and 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 you don't know the outcome until the end of the show um i think it's going to be set up kind of like an anthology kind of like a true detective where it's a different story with different characters every season um i hope that's what they're doing with it um tremendous the undoing definitely don't watch it uh with your children it's uh, it's, it's on it's, it's on Hobo Max. Yeah, it's on uh, Anheish Botox Max. Okay. Right. So uh, yeah, that's what I've been geeking on. I, we've uh, I'm falling in love with HBO Max. I think they have oh, such unbelievable you content. Salute. It is so they have they have everything, man. Everything. With I'm more intrigued and more by coming. Baby They're girl. not like 
fucking milking your prostate. They're not they're not edging you at all. So anyway, Joe, how about you? Um gotta get out of my H Bomax folder. Um if you, had, if you had prostate milking on your episode bingo card, by the way. Yeah. Who does it? Dab it. <laughs> Dab it. he's giving Dobby a prostate orgasm. <laughs> wow. Too far. Too far. Scrub that from my brain. <laughs> nope. Good luck. Because it is being written down as a show title. <laughs> I, uh... Oh, lots of things this week. I, I restarted... Uh, there the stand. Dolby a prostate orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dolby's now free. I'm just gonna be done. Uh, <laughs> you get I'm gonna be done now. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> you finished reading the stand? Is that what you? Finished? No, I started list. I I re. I re. I'm re, I'm re-listening to the audiobook. Okay. That's uh, like uh, 56 hours. It is. And I'm listening on one and a half speed. Um, it's really good. I missed it. It's a really, really good story. And um, I, I was initially hesitant because, you know, it's a story about a plague. Mm-hmm. It spreads from breathing. Um, but uh, it is so obviously fictional now that we live in the mid- middle of a pandemic that uh, it's honest. It's just enjoyable. It was fine. So listening to, to him in the brain of the epidemiologist who's like talking about how how virulent the disease is and stuff. It's just like mm-hmm. that's not we don't talk about diseases like that anymore. So that's been you, enjoyable. Uh, do, you, do you listen how I listen where you like if you start your listening at one speed and then you give it about five minutes and you go to like one point one. And then you let your your brain get used to the speed. So you go the, the second it doesn't sound fast anymore, you go to one point two. And uh, do you do you, that until you get up to where you're like one five, one seven? I used to. Now I just I jump in at one five. Anything slower okay. than one five sounds too slow to me. Gotcha. Um, and then sometimes I'll I'll tick it up to two. Or um, I've I've even listened to things at like. Probably 2.75 is the fastest that I yeah. comfortably listen. I try not to get into the twos. I think yeah. comfortable. I normally stop at about one seven. Yeah, I think one five, one five, one seven five is like just right, especially for fiction. If it's just something you're trying to down because it's nonfiction, like who cares? But right. stories need pauses. Oh, absolutely. You know, and you lose that any faster than than well, one seven. And the first time I realized you could change your speed on Audible, I was mm-hmm. listening to a book about. It was a, gosh, I wish I could remember what it was. It was a book about vampires. And I had accidentally at some point put it at like three speed. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's just how this guy. I was like, this guy narrates fucking weird. <laughs> he talks really fast. And then I must have closed the app out or something. And I, I spent a whole, I was like four hours listening to it. And I went back the next day and it was at one. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this fucking <laughs> audiobook? Different. That doesn't even sound the same. It's like when they switched the guy who reads for Harry Bosch. And you, I can't listen to those books. It just didn't sound right. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can't change anyway. mid-series. No. God, no. Yeah, even if you if the guy dies, you got to get somebody who sounds similar. Like ACDC. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just like that. In excess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No. <laughs> Adam Adam Levine in Queen. That's not at all the band <laughs> that we're speaking of. That's not even you Adam can't Levine. Just, you can't just double Is it not wrap Adam a Levine? rubber band around No, that's sack. not Adam Levine. Notes. Oh. Adam Who's... Levine's from Maroon 5. Oh, who am I thinking And of? my basement wall. <laughs> yeah, he has a kangaroo penis. Uh, last season's first episode. For, for no doubt. <laughs> no, it's Maroon No, 5. it's... Uh, no the, doubt's the, Gwen Stefani. Who the, sings the, for Freddie Mercury now? The guy is like the... Uh, the... Adam Lambert. Lambert, yes. that's it. I was very close. Not or, all. Or as he's known on Parlor, Adam Lambay. <laughs> yeah, Lamprey. Anyway, the other things. We've been watching a lot of Great British Baking Show. Which has been fun. Also, speaking Very of nice. Free. Um, Ooh. It's, it's good just popcorn television. You don't have to pay attention to it, but uh, it's fun. I've enjoyed it. And then uh, Ryan got me into Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Oh, which is... Thanks for reminding me I was going to talk to you guys about that. Next Chef's week. Kiss. No, so we good. can wait. To, if you, I tell you what, I will watch the first season of Letterkenny. Nick, if you watch the four episodes of Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. There's only four? I, I think there's only, no, there's, there's six. Zone? Netflix. Oh, okay. Okay. It is. They're, they're about 20 whack. minutes. So. I can do um, it. Watching it really pisses me mm-hmm. off because I know that we could be doing that right now. Yes. It's what we should be doing. Yeah. I said the same thing to Natalie. I was like, I'm actually upset because I can do, I can do this. <laughs> I no, I have to watch this. I sent you guys a video. They just the one mm-hmm. dude puts on a yellow wig and he just calls himself Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> yes, boy. he does. Oh god. Oh, <laughs> what do you see in the sky? A wormhole. Fly through the wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, it's funny. Anyway, <laughs> if you liked this episode that was had much more content than I thought it was gonna have. Uh Drop us a, a five-star review on, uh, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, tell us who you think will train Grogu, whether they're uh, canon or not. I don't care. Pick uh, Albert Einstein. Ooh, Javert. Bud Asner. Javert. Who's your au pair? No, Who's Javert. Your... There. You can tell us who your favorite au pair is on the Twitter machine or Facebook. <laughs> All you have to do is search your Flavia Puerto. (laughs) And if you want to check out our website, you can go to violentpress.com. Rob made that. I made that. He did make that. If you really like deep cuts like the one Ryan just pulled out there, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash geekcastlive and get us money. And uh, you can experience some deep cuts sometime in the future. Soon. Uh, or uh, you can get yourself, uh, I don't know, various kinds of cuts over at uh, gcl.threadless.com. That's uh, uh, at gcl.threadless.com. You can get a pair of leggings or a skateboard. A skagboard? <laughs> some wall art. Skagboard. Oh, God. Skateboard. Right. Call your grandparents. That's, that's all you can handle. <laughs>
coffee. That's Sudania. Cheers. And stuff. Hey there, everybody. Nico here from the GeekCast Live podcast. We, as always, want to take a minute to give a tremendous thanks, a sincere thanks, and shout out to all of our patrons, uh, sponsors, and supporters. Without you guys, this train wreck couldn't happen. So uh, thank you. Especially the one and only Mama Bear, the one and only Poly Nerds, Brandon Rust, old Pistol Pete DeCilio, Stewie from Queens, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lada Bartova, Danger Johnson, Darnell Savage, Dave the Fish, Christian Ramos, Davos Seaworth, Big Time Timmy Jim, Rob from Boston, uh, Alicia McGuire, the old K-Man, and uh, Six Finger Emily. You guys absolutely rock.